welcome to the first episode of Bound, my new podcast about the ways whiteness and gender keep us all bound up. This first conversation is a conversation I'm having in theory, and as you listen, you'll quickly catch on to who I'm talking to. I was not ready to have a conversation in person because the conversations in my mind are busy enough. I hope that something in this conversation touches you in a way that helps you to be a more true version of yourself. Take care. Thanks for listening. Dear you, all my life, I've wanted them to heal. One of my earliest memories is of lying in bed, imagining a bad guy coming into my house in the night and talking him out of his dastardly deeds. He was a guy and not a gal for a reason, the same reason you wrinkle your nose whenever someone references men. Even at 11, you hear about all the violence they perpetrate you know their kind is broken. As a therapist, it's against the rules to think anyone is broken, much less say it. But some days I feel out of ideas and I'm angry that I'm doing all the work to figure it out for them. Because you see, I'm not a man. I can guess why they hurt people so often. Hurt people, hurt people. But at a certain point, I want to scream, get over it. You think the rest of us aren't hurt? You don't see us raping and murdering people. And then I think, maybe we would, if we knew we could get away with it, like they largely do. Who knows? You don't want me to call you my daughter anymore. And I'm embarrassed how often you have to remind me to use your they, them pronouns. I examine my resistance and find that I don't want you to leave me alone here in womanhood. And yet, because I love you, because I want everything for you, I want you to run as fast as you can from this group we call women and don't look back. When I was 14, 17 magazines started coming into my house. I stared for combined hours at the fawn-like legs of those white blonde girls and compared my chubby knees to their knobby ones. I willed my body to be different so many times I failed to be in my body as it was. I lived in a dream that I could be different and I slept through so many potential accomplishments. I'll never get that time back. I won't subscribe to Seventeen, but now there's Instagram, and it makes Seventeen look like an empowerment mag. And I worry that no amount of identifying outside of womanhood will keep you from that candy-colored hate. How can we, when we're speaking of feminism, talk so boldly and so much about freedom from our oppression, while simultaneously the systems oppress harder? As a white woman, I shouldn't have to ask that question since I'm one of the ones who's been looking away while the white male system has done that very same deed to our trans and disabled and neurodivergent and black 
and brown and Asian and Pacific Islander siblings forever. I'm not so much the victim if I turn my head and look at the human story from that angle. You get it, how not to be the victim, even as you don't have words for it. You know that I live my oppression with my acceptance of some things I tell myself I cannot change. I could decide I'm no longer a she, her either. Just because I loathe what the popular idea of womanhood is thrust upon me. But I worry that I'll be leaving the women behind. Not that the women are doing such a good job freeing themselves. Maybe I can help them all better from the outside. And more honestly, I worry that the first time I say my pronouns are they, them, I will be told I'm breaking some rule. That there are some rules I didn't read and should have known about in advance. I'm all bound up in rules, even as the fire inside me wants to burn it all down. I began this letter talking about wanting them to heal. Them the men. And right now I see that I have no idea of womanhood without defining myself in relation to them. I wonder what would happen if we all decided to be them. If by my saying I'm not her, but I'm them, that I'm claiming my place at the center of my own life. Isn't that what you're saying after all? That you insist on being seen as a person? just like they get to. I keep trying to put men in the men box and do to them rampantly applying gender judgments, just like men do to women and like we do to ourselves. But what if we decided that grammatical discomfort is a tiny price to pay if like the ones with all the power, we all get to be them? My insides are squirming as I seek the courage to stay here, to ask these questions of myself in middle age. The body responds when the brain is rewiring some neural pathways, and this is unknown territory. But I'm finding my way, and it feels like the conclusion is upon me. The spirit of they, them, for all of us, is the only way out of this madness to a place where gender ceases to claim our souls, to a place outside of all the poorly drawn group identities, a place where we're all judged on the content of our character. What if like you, my brave, bold progeny, I let go of she, her, and stop letting networks of broken people tell me who I am? What if I decided who I want to be who I am, and stepped into that center. Thank you for shining your light into that place, even as you take it with you and move further away. I hope I can let go of the darkness I was born into and find the courage to follow you. Love, Mom. Thanks for joining me today. This episode was inspired in part by Jessamine Stanley, whose new book, Yoke, My Yoga of Self-Acceptance, has brought me a new understanding about how to be yourself 
Her book can be found wherever paperbacks are sold and is worth digging into to get to your truth. Keep telling the truth. I'll see you in two weeks for episode two. Take care.